Yes, we are welcoming a new show to iHeart and the DraftKings YouTube channel. It's called Point Game with John Wall and CJ Toladano. John Wall doesn't need no introduction. It's an insider's look at the NBA and culture surrounding the league. Every week, the five-time All-Star and the number one pick of the 2010 NBA Draft, John Wall, will give his unique perspective on the hottest topics in the league. So check out Point Game with John Wall and CJ Toledano on the iHeartRadio app, the DraftKings YouTube channel, or wherever you listen to podcasts. Being a chef means keeping your cool in the kitchen. And with Resi Priority Notify and Global Dining Access through my Amex Platinum card, right this way, it's nice to try someone else's food for a change. That's the powerful backing of American Express. Terms apply. Learn more at americanexpress.com slash with Amex. I'm Katia Adler, host of The Global Story. Over the last 25 years, I've covered conflicts in the Middle East, political and economic crises in Europe, drug cartels in Mexico. Now I'm covering the stories behind the news all over the world in conversation with those who break it. Join me Monday to Friday to find out what's happening, why, and what it all means. Follow The Global Story from the BBC wherever you listen to podcasts. At Bet365, we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. Whether it's a walk-off grand slam or a base hit to center field. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Pet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. American Giant sponsors the I Am Rappaport podcast. Go to American-Giant.com. Check it out. T-shirts, sweatshirts, American-made, American-manufactured. The slogan for American Giant that we created is American Giant champion can't fuck with this shit yo the i am rapaport stereo podcast live you're down with rapaport yes i am 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 you better tune in i am rapaport.com because every single podcast you know he drops bombs i seen him on set a seasoned vet with true talent catch him on his way to crossfit rocking the new balance he asked me to do the track because he know i rhyme elite but i'm just waiting for the robert de niro line of the week breakfast of champions toasted bagel cream cheese and locks this is i am rapaport the show never stops you might catch him out in public stretching his knees but if you don't listen to the show yo wiggle please wiggle please i Podcast. Check one, two, one, two, one, two. This is Michael Rappaport. You are now listening to the I Am Rappaport Halftime Podcast Edition. First of all, <clears throat> I want to tell you guys that uh, I'm looking to figure out a way to get a t-shirt gun. All right, as you know or may not know, that the I Am Rappaport Podcast prides itself on having the softest T-shirts to represent their podcast. The soft-ass I Am Rappaport podcast T-shirt is a worldwide fucking phenomenon. And I want to get one of those T-shirt guns. You know when you go to a game or an event and, and the fucking people come out during like timeouts and they shoot guns? 
into you know they shoot they shoot the t-shirts into the crowd and like the kids are looking and they're gas ah, shoot it for me and they shoot it way up there i want to get one of those t-shirt guns but i want to like shoot people in the fucking back of the head or catch them in the shitter or you know like mow down people like you know with the guns but there'll be i am rapport podcast t-shirts so i'm looking for a sponsor or somebody where do you even buy these t-shirt guns i want to buy one of these t-shirt guns and i'm going to start patrolling the streets and shooting people in the ass with I Am Rapport podcast t-shirts. So if anybody's got any ideas of where to do this, let me know. Because I'm going to do like drive-bys with it. You know, like, I fucking take the whole fucking, all you get, boom, boom, and you're ducking. You get a soft-ass I Am Rapport podcast t-shirt. It's part of the giving that we do here at the I Am Rapport podcast. Um, and, and the reason why I'm all hyped up about the I Am Rapport podcast t-shirts is because <clears throat> I wore one on national TV this week. Uh, I did the Keith Olbermann show on ESPN. And I got a new sports jacket, which which I'm really excited about. I got a sports jacket. The first time in my life I've ever worn a sports jacket because I do a lot of these appearances. And you can't just come on there looking like you rolled out of bed, which is normally the way I dress most of the time. So I got myself a custom-made sports jacket. So now I'm like Johnny Sports Jacket. I'm wearing my sports jacket everywhere. This is actually the fifth day in a row that I've worn a sports jacket. I'm really excited about this. So I just wanted to share this with you because I wore the sports jacket with an I Am Rapport podcast t-shirt on the Oberman show. So, uh, you know, I'm feeling good. I'm feeling good about my sports jacket. I have it on right now, actually. It's it's gray. I think it's gray. I'm mildly colorblind. I think it's gray. It's like a, like a, like a charcoal gray. And, um, you know, I'm very proud of it. I'm very proud of it. I just, I just went to go see... Uh, before the game, I went to go see uh, Dwayne Johnson, a.k.a. The Rock. Can you, can you call him The Rock? You, you know, like, you, you know, I don't know if I could call him The Rock. Like, Dwayne Johnson, The Rock, in San Andreas, which was a fucking downer of a movie. I mean, good movie. I'm glad it's doing well. I support The Rock. I love The Rock. I'm a fan. Big action movie about, you know, the uh, disastrous earthquakes. Fucking San Francisco's underwater. I mean, trauma. I mean, deaths and... You know, cities being, I just, you know, I can't get behind this because I I spend a lot of time in Los Angeles and, you know, that shit freaked me out, you know, and and I'm glad I saw it. It's a good film. You know, it's definitely, you know, it's a little depressing. It's a little depressing. But what I I thought about as a business opportunity, because I was so freaked out about the earthquakes when I left, is that I'm trying to start quick. We got to do this quick. I want to set up like like a, a kiosk outside movie theaters across the country selling earthquake kits. I think I can make a fucking quick, quick million doing this shit. Like every single person that goes to see San Andreas, when they come out, they're going to be so fucking freaked out and shell shocked and scared shit that they're going to, they'll buy a fucking earthquake kit. So if somebody wants to put a, put together some I Am Rapport podcast earthquake kits, we go to these theaters, we sell these fucking things, 20 bucks a head, boom, another business opportunity. All right, another business opportunity for the Iron Rapport podcast. I'll be out there selling them myself. I would have bought like five of them, okay? Because when I left that movie, I wasn't feeling very good. You know, I had to go in my car and, and you know, in the parking lot and, you know, the shit shakes because, you know, all the cars and you're like all scared shit. But I'm thinking like, you know, we get like some earthquake kits, you know, some packs of batteries and, you know, some headlights, you know, like the, you know, like the, the, the lamps, the headlamps, they strap around your head. You look like a real asshole, but you have a lamp on your head. Some of those, like some Band-Aids and some nail clippers and peanut butter and honey and some bottles of water, would go outside all the theaters that are selling, that are showing San Andreas, boom, 
we make a quick fucking turnaround. But you know, it's, it's Iron Rapport shit. So like everything will have the Iron Rapport podcast logo. So it's just another idea for, for after going to see San Andreas. Anyway, it's game two of the NBA Finals. And, uh, you know, it's so much basketball, hockey, NHL playoffs. But I'm a basketball guy, and uh, the Rangers are out of the NHL right now. So, you know, and I, I was thinking about, you know, uh, different celebrities that I've come across or different celebrities that I know play basketball. And, and, I, and I was thinking about, like, realistically, like, if I was playing different celebrities one-on-one, who would I be able to beat? You know, who would I be able to beat? Because I, I played ball, I played in the Celebrity All-Star Game, and I've never really played up to my potential. You know, I've never played to my potential in the Celebrity All-Star Game. I was a little haggard this year, and I just, the fucking court was too long. I mean, they got us playing on a professional court. It's 92 feet. It's fucking hard to get up and down that court, and the running, and this jumping. It's, uh, it's just a lot. It's a long way. You get to half court, and then you're like, you got another half to go. But, you know, over the years, I've played with a lot of different people. And, I, you know, I, I played one-on-one. I did an episode of, um, uh, what's the fucking show? The George Clooney show. The fuck was the name of the George Clooney show he did? Motherfucker, man. See, I go raw dog without a bag. Okay, I'm, I'm, I'm in here. We don't fact check at the I Am Rapport podcast. I'll, it'll come to me. But I played George Clooney one-on-one. We played two out of three games, and, and I have to admit, he beat me in the third game. It was close. Like, he, you know, he beat me by two points. But when I played him one-on-one, I was so afraid of busting that fucking face, that, 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 that nice jawline and the, the, the nose, and he's got like this, you know, sort of Greek god kind of face. And this is when he was in his prime, and he was chiseled and all that shit. He was on that show on NBC. I can't remember the fucking name for some reason. But, but, but he was tough. He was tough, but it was his home court, and the rim was kind of saggy. And I, and again, I was very nervous about about hitting him, like you know, making by accident, not like I play basketball, you play one on one. But I would definitely think com, Clooney's competitive. He plays, but I feel like I could beat him. But I think that that would be a good a good game. He's definitely gonna. He's scrappy. He's competitive. He could shoot, and he's in shape. So I, I'm not gonna say for sure that I could beat Clooney, but I also know that. I definitely can kick Kanye West's ass in one-on-one, no doubt. Like, I would crack that ass. I've never actually seen video footage of him playing, but I've seen pictures of him playing. And I could just tell, I could smell, I could see that motherfucker has no game. Okay? And and, and I'm pretty sure that if I ever played Kanye West one-on-one, I would crack that ass, no doubt. For sure. I got height on him, and I just feel like I would bust that ass. And, and I feel like, you know, <clears throat> hip-hop would be behind me to crack that ass. Like, And I would be cracking that ass and be like, yo, you better do that boom bap. Boom, I'd score another basket. I'd take him in the post because I have I take him in the post on the left block and be like, boom, get off that world music shit. And then, boom, I'd shoot a little little jump shot. I'd be like, come on, man, make some hits. You're that, you, you know, you can do it. I would... I would bust his ass. <clears throat> and maybe, like, his wife would be there, like, in a cheerleading con- you know, outfit and... I would crack his ass in front of his wife. So I, I feel confident that I, I could bust his ass. Um, somebody asked me about Leonardo DiCaprio. <clears throat> Leonardo DiCaprio, one of my, one of my uh, favorite actors, uh, great dude. I've talked about him on the I Am Rapport podcast. He's like the fucking Derek Jeter of Hollywood. Never made a mistake. Stays low key. He's one of the. Uh, he's a world class stick man. I, I I I have a lot of respect for him. I consider him a friend. 
Maybe one day we get him on the I Am Rapport podcast. But in the basketball diaries, you showed your ass, Leonardo. So I feel pretty confident that I could bust that ass too. All right, so that that's that's a that's that's another person I was asked about. Jigga, Jay Z. I actually played Twenty One Utah with Jay Z once, and and he's good. He's got height. He's long, like he's you know he's about six two, six three. Got long arms, maybe six one. I don't know. Um, you know, you could tell he played ball growing up, but I feel and he actually won the twenty one. It was three of us. We, but again, it was like this was when Jay Z was like, you know. Blueprint Part 2. This is when he was like Hard Knock Life Jay-Z. And I was like, oh, shit. And I fuck with Jay-Z. I know Jay-Z. But it was like, I went a little easy on him. Like, you know, not that I, I could have definitely bust his ass. Like, I'm not saying if I played him one-on-one, it, would be, it wouldn't be competitive. But I feel like he's, as far as basketball, he's not playing ball. I'm not really playing ball either. But, I mean, who's got more to lose? Me me playing Jay-Z one-on-one. He probably has more to lose. Because, like, if you lose to me in a one-on-one and you're Jay-Z, it's... It's a step back. It's like worse than losing a battle to Nas. It's really like worse than losing a battle to anybody. Like if you fucking lose one-on-one to me and you're Jay-Z. So that might be a tough game. But I, I feel confident that if it, in a two out of three and the fact that Jay-Z slowed down a little bit, he's, you know, he's got a daughter, he's married. I can't really see him practicing that much because, you know, if, why would you practice that much when you're so rich? You're Jay-Z. But so I would say I think I could take Jigga Man. Um, and, 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 and win that game. Um, Drake, I'm not losing to you one way or another. If, if it has to get into a, a, a fucking UFC, I'm not losing to you, my man. I'm going to win that game. Like, I've never seen you play ball. I know you got a suspect knee. I remember that one time you bust that ass when you were on stage uh, with Little Wheezy. Uh, when you first came out, you probably rehabbed your shit and all that. A lot has happened to you in your life. I'm not losing a one-on-one to Drake. Come hell or high water, there's no fucking way I'm losing to Drake. Um, <clears throat> the person who I would be the most concerned about that that people ask me who would you play one on one with, to be honest with you, <clears throat> would be Bieber. And you're like, what? That little fucker. I played with him in a celebrity all star game, and I tried to clothesline this fucker. First of all, he was a lot quicker than I thought. Second of all. You know, he's good enough. He's good. You know, he doesn't, he's never played like, you know, like competitively, but like he's one of these guys. Like, if you had a toaster that wasn't working, I feel like Justin Bieber can fix your toaster. Like, it, let's say like a cat got stuck in a tree. Like, I guarantee you that motherfucker can climb trees. Like, he's just one of these fucking people that could do all kind of shit sort of well. And I would be concerned about, he's really fast, but not like fast, like, you know, like Muggsy Bogues fast, just kind of like slippery, like a snake. But I got a lot of height on him. I, I don't think I could lose that game, but I think it, the game with Bieber, the one-on-one with Bieber, would be more challenging than I suspect. But going into it, knowing that, and the fact that it's Justin Bieber, and I would really need like a one-way plane ticket off the planet Earth if I lost a one-on-one to Justin Bieber. So fuck. But yeah, I would say I could bust that ass. I would say I would bust that ass. Kevin Hart is another person. I don't know. He's won the fucking Celebrity All-Star Game MVP like four or five times in a row, he's good. I have obviously I have a lot of height on him. Everybody's got height on Kevin Hart. He's my man. I fuck with you, Kevin Hart. I love you, support you. So happy for all your success. You know, and and you know we were on the same team this year. You're not really fond of passing, so I think that I would probably want to, you know, show a little something with him. I he's strong. He's a strong little fucker, um, but I would definitely be able to just. Really, really get his ass in the post and really 
have my way with him in the post. He can't shoot well. I know you can't shoot well, and I could like play off you like a foot and a half and still get my hand in your face because you're so fucking short. Not to say that you're not good. You're quick. You stay in shape. I see you on Instagram doing your goddamn thing, but I feel like it would be a good game. It would be a good game. But harder than you think because Kevin is he's scrappy. He's, he's tough. He could play. He used to be really, really good. I remember seeing Kevin Hart play one time before he was like, you know, big, big, big Kevin Hart. Not that he was ever big because he's always short. I'm, not, I'm, I'm sorry. The short jokes are just too fucking easy. But him, that motherfucker could play. Like, you know, in, in his prime, he could play. He was quick as fuck. He's just one of them, you know, little motherfuckers that could play. But that might be a tough game. So, the, I, I don't know, coin toss. Um, someone asked about Spike Lee. Spike Lee, big Knicks fan, goes to all the games. Never seen him even have a basketball in his hands. Not worried about that matchup. At all. Not even close. And then finally, like, uh, white men can't jump. Woody Harrelson, Wesley Snipes. Wesley can't play ball. He's an athlete. If you watch the movie correctly, the motherfucker could barely dribble. That dunk was a cutaway dunk. He didn't dunk the fucking ball. Ain't worried about Wesley. I've played ball with Woody Harrelson. He's tough. He's big. He'll body you up. He's from Kentucky. He's going to play like that Kentucky defense. He's in shape. He smokes weed. He does yoga. Tough matchup. He's got an awkward shot. He consistently plays ball. He stays in shape. Motherfucker hasn't eaten a piece of meat in 30 years. He'll probably be high when he plays you. Tough matchup. That might be a tough one. I also played ball with Bill Murray, and it was just weird because it was Bill Murray. So I would say I could definitely crack Bill Murray's ass. Um, and Who else? I think that's it, man. I think that's it. You know, Woody Allen, I'm not worried about him. Uh, Bieber, Snoop Dogg, that could be tough. He's tall. He's long. I think that if I prepare for the game with Snoop, <clears throat> I probably could beat Snoop Dogg. He's definitely, you know, he's going to get winded fast because he's Snoop. We all know that you're, you're, you, you know, you smoke a lot of weed. Definitely. Or if I can't beat him in, 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 the, in the one-on-one, I would like race him in a mile. Like I could beat him in a mile sprint. I would fucking beat him. I, I feel like he, he might bust along. So I don't know. That's it, man. That's, that's the people who I would want to play. Clooney, Leo, Jigaman, Snoop Doggy Dog, Bieber. Drake, I'm going to bust that ass. Woody Harrelson, Bill Murray, Kevin Hart, Spike Lee. That's it. That's the people I'm going to play. This is the I Am Rapport Podcast Halftime Edition. Enjoy the rest of the game. Look out for one of those uh, t-shirt shooting guns because I'm really looking to take some people out with I Am Rapport Podcast t-shirts. Soft ass I Am Rapport Podcast t-shirts. I'll get you right in the shitter, right in the dumper. I see you walking down the street. I feel like you're a fan of the podcast. Boom. I get you right in the dumper. 